It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. 337th episode of the program. Sam Ekstrom, the host. Sage Rosenfels, the co-host. On Twitter, at Sam Ekstrom. At Sage Rosenfels 18. You can find the show on iTunes. Also find it on Megaphone. Another one of our great partners. Sage, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day are on the horizon. Is your shopping complete? Shopping's complete. And i uh, got to get uh, my dog Bernie a haircut today. And wrap a lot of presents that's that's my plan for the weekend i'm leaving the studio this morning i'm gonna go over to rosedale shopping center and i'm gonna try to tie up the loose ends i've i've done a little bit my wife has done substantially more than me and and our problem is is that we get the packages we don't wrap them right away so we've literally got a mountain of packages in our entryway it's like having to navigate you know through a jungle just to get through to the stairs because we've got so many boxes and crap so that needs to get done and that's what today is for so uh once this wraps i'm gonna go wrap if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah sounds good I, I feel like i still have uh packages coming in and i i definitely know there'll be things uh rolling in after the holiday probably into january so um it's one of those deals but uh yeah it should be should be another great holiday season. Yes, um, and certainly a Merry Christmas to all of our listeners out there. We appreciate all of your loyalty and all the feedback that you give us. It's usually pretty positive. So that's pretty great. Uh, and then just a quick public service announcement. I don't believe we will record a show on Christmas. Now, now maybe I'll get something pre-recorded after the Packers game, and then I can schedule it for Monday. That's That's to be determined. Even if there is a show on Christmas, I wouldn't expect most of you to listen anyway, and that's okay. Let's get to your athletic piece that you wrote for theathletic.com, focusing on the ageless veteran, Terrence Newman, who is not far off from 40 years of age, and here he is uh, you know, making juggling Harlem Globetrotter-like interceptions against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I wanted to spotlight Terrence just because he's an old guy uh, like myself, and, and he's just been doing it for such a long time. You know, He's really no longer a starter. Uh, in the NFL, but uh, I, I, you know, spotlighting him to sort of be the, you know, he's the sort of the leader, even though Xavier Rhodes is the best player, I guess, of the secondary and in the cornerback position. He's the old man leader, uh, and you know, the, his additions to the group you can't quite quantify with just statistics, with interceptions or tackles or pass breakups. And uh, obviously, he had an interception in the game, uh, which sort of brings him attention, but really should bring that whole DB room. Uh, a lot of attention. They they just coming off of three great football games against uh, you know Matt Ryan, uh, Cam Newton, <clears throat> and uh, and Andy Dalton, uh, in which they held those guys to about 135, 140 yards a game on average. Uh, and those are three you know pretty good quarterbacks. And you could say Andy Dalton's not that good, but he also has AJ Green, uh, who's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. So I sort of wanted to go through that whole you know DB <clears throat> DB room with the starters with. Obviously, Xavier Rhodes, Harrison Smith, who got snubbed uh, by the Pro Bowl voters, yeah. uh, Zendejo and and, uh, and Trey Waynes, and, and obviously Terrence Newman. So 
uh, it's a really good group, and it's it's uh, it's one of the many strengths to, to this Vikings football team. Yeah, and Newman is just an intelligent guy. Like, I mean, it, it's not so much that he's still as fast as he once was or as agile at all, but Mike Zimmer just lauds this guy for how well he studies, the way he watches film, and then the way he portrays his knowledge to his teammates. I know he's been a huge influence on Mackenzie Alexander, who's really taken a step this year, and Trey Waynes as well. He's taught them how to study. And when you're a DB, it's a lot of mind games. You're trying to figure out what leverage you want. You're trying to figure out the steps the receiver's going to take. And he knows how to pass on his knowledge to others. And, you know, when you're 39 years old, you're not really looking over your shoulder at that point. You've got your job as long as you want it. In his case, he's okay teaching other guys and grooming them, I think, to be his replacement. Yeah, and and he, I think he's one of those. He's a, he's a team player. You know, he's not going to be a Hall of Fame player, but uh, he's he's had one heck of a career. And uh, and and a, a player like him with his experience and his knowledge, you know, coaches obviously they do what they do, but there's nothing like hearing it from another player and a guy who's been there for a long, long time. You know, all these defensive backs, they all want to play for as long as Terrence Newman. Uh, and so uh, when he says something, I'm, I'm sure it. Uh, you know, holds a lot of water. So, uh, yeah, I was just trying to sort of spotlight him uh, and all the things that he brings to the table and, and probably, you know, sort of in a hidden way, one of the reasons this DB group is so successful. Let me ask you about this Vikings-Packers rivalry. You've probably experienced a number of division rivalries in your playing career. Where does Packers-Vikings rank? It's a pretty good one. Uh, I tell you, the, I, I started my career in the NFC East uh, playing for Washington, and obviously that them playing the Dallas Cowboys, That was a, those were some great games. And then playing for the Giants also against both the Cowboys and Washington and Philly. You know, those are all great games within that division. But uh, I tell you, I, you know, I was lucky – 2009 it was the year we had Favre so that was you know that was sort of a rivalry to a to a whole nother level and uh, we also went 2-0 versus Green Bay so it's it's a good one it's one of the best ones in the National Football League I don't know if the vitriol was greater for Favre returning to Lambeau or Anthony Barr going back to Lambeau on Saturday they are livid with Barr and I don't know if you've seen the articles but there's been hate mail there have been death threats his twitter has been blown up all because of uh, a legal hit on aaron Rodgers that broke his collarbone uh, he seems to be doing a pretty good job of sloughing off the criticism not taking it too seriously and that you can't you can't let that bother you when you get it to that extent but it seems like they've really taken it personally is this just kind of the way fans are you're going to be mad when when your guy gets hurt well, fans is, uh, the word fan is short for fanatic. And, uh, you know, if you want to get upset at Anthony Barr for hitting your quarterback, you know, maybe just a little late. I mean, shoot, it's, it's football. You know, things happen. The, 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 uh, the speed of the game, guys are flying around. And, and Aaron Rodgers got hurt. It happens. So uh, he'll be back next season. I'm sure the Packers will be back next season. And uh, But you know what? This year they're not making the playoffs. And, and uh uh, they, they should be counting their blessings. They they've made the playoffs almost every year for about the last 25 years or something. So uh, they haven't had too many bad seasons. Hi, this is David Locke, the CEO of the Lockdown Podcast Network. In this crazy, unprecedented, and unnerving time, I know we're all living our lives a little differently. I thought we had some of our sponsors 
over the time that might be able to help you out. So we've reached out to them to get you specific offers. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for their first seven days. Start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app, and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Anxiety, stress, need something to calm yourself down? The Calm app is available for you. 40% off to our listeners at calm.com slash LOCKEDONNBA. Stuck at home, want fitness? Echelon Fit has been a sponsor of ours. And you can go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A. And if you're looking to add some new knowledge and get a little smarter in your free time, Masterclass, or at least your time at home, masterclass.com slash P-E-R is offering 15% off. If you missed any of those, go to lockdownpodcast.com slash offers. That's lockdownpodcast.com slash offers. Thank you very much for tuning in to Lockdown Podcast Network. We hope to be here for you to give you a relief and uh, respite from all the other news. And thanks very much. Be safe and practice your social distancing. So I don't know if we went over this on Monday, but I swept you in our confidence picks, and I took a substantial lead. I don't know if we recapped this, but I picked the uh, Patriots. You picked the Steelers. Uh, I got you there. I picked the Panthers. You picked the Packers. So I got you double. Man. Yeah. So I've got a lead of 165 points, but you could make it up this week. I'll pick first in our confidence picks. And we have four picks to make. Let's start with the non-division game. Uh, Falcons at Saints. The Falcons are 9-5. and five. The Saints are 10-4. and four. The Saints are favored by six at home. And the Falcons have to win to stay alive. I kind of think the Falcons are going to win this game. I think that Atlanta, they've obviously been there before. Granted, Drew Brees has won a Super Bowl. But the rest of that team has not played in a lot of big games in their careers. I think Matt Ryan is going to get it done. I think the Falcons go into New Orleans in a, a big rematch of, of a game that was great a few weeks ago with a lot of intensity. This is going to be a great football game, and I think Atlanta wins it on the road. And I'm going to go with 75%. I'm going to go with the Saints uh, at home, and uh, they always play so well at home, and I think the Atlanta Falcons join uh, a long list of Super Bowl runner-ups to not make the playoffs the following year. I'm going to say 90% the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Well, there's a big swing right there if that happens. Next, we go to the Bears hosting the Browns. Well, Cleveland's got to be licking their chops. This has got to be it for them. They've got two games left to avoid the fate of a winless team. They've got this game. And then they've got at Pittsburgh next week, which which they won't win. So they've got to win at Chicago. The Bears are favored by six and a half. I'm going to go with the Bears. I, I just don't think Cleveland's going to win a football game. I think they've had their chances. They even had a chance against Minnesota. You know, they had a, a great shot in the fourth quarter of that game, and uh, they completely let it slip away. Had a 14-point lead against the Packers. Completely blew it. I don't think they're going to have another uh, another bullet to fire. I think the Bears win that game 90% sure. Uh, I agree with you. I'm going to go with 100%, trying to gain some ground with you, 100% going with the Bears. Okay. Let's go to the Lions at the Bengals. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, the Lions right now are probably not going to make the playoffs just because they're behind by a game you know, to Atlanta, and Atlanta has the tiebreaker over them. So, basically, they need to win out. Falcons need to lose out. But remember that game back in week three with the last second touchdown, 
for Detroit. They got overturned. There was a 10-second runoff. That whole controversy, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That's, right at the end there with Golden Tate. Yeah. That's the difference in both of their seasons. If the Lions win that game, the roles are switched. The Lions are 9-5, and five, and they have the tiebreaker on Atlanta. So that's where the season hinged, and Detroit probably won't make it. But they do take on uh, a Bengals team that's probably quit on the season. The Bengals are four-point underdogs at home, and I will go with Detroit. The Bengals haven't showed me anything the last two weeks. They're extremely banged up. They have a lame duck coach, and I think it's going to be a 95% Detroit win. Yeah, I'm going to go with 100% Detroit in this one, too. I'm not a betting man, but uh, four points, uh, I think, is, is easy money. Uh, I would take that. I, I think that the you know the Bengals have basically shut it down. I mean, they, I think they know their coach is going to be gone, and uh, they've played absolutely terrible the last two weeks. They've been blown out by both the Bears and the Vikings. So uh, I think the Bengals will be, again, blown out this week by the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Well, they're really going through the NFC North here late in the season, three straight out-of-conference games. Uh, so we both got the Bears. We both got the Lions. How about the Vikings and the Packers? Minnesota is a heavy favorite here, even though it's Brett Hundley. Nine points the Vikings are favored by. That seems like a lot at Lambeau Field. I think if I were a betting man, I would probably go with the Packers on the spread, but I'm going to go with the Vikings to win the football game. 26-21. to 21. I feel like I say that same score every week, but I don't know why. It just sticks in my mind. <laughs> it's an unusual score, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I like the, the field goals for Kai Forbath in this one. Uh, I'll go with the Vikings. 80% confident. I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. Uh, go with 90% um, on this one. feel pretty good about it. They need the win. They need home field advantage. Uh, uh, you know, They need that buy in the playoff. So I think the Vikings are going to win this one, and I'll throw out a score. Of, uh, of 32 to 24. 32, 24. All right. 32 is pretty odd as well. That's like uh, three field goals and a safety. I don't even know what that is. I think it's four touchdowns and two safeties. Oh, okay. That's how I get to it. <laughs> there you go. I meant, I guess I meant three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, three field goals, a safety. Give me a quick X factor for this one. X factor for the Vikings going into this game. Uh, what's going to be key going up against these Packers? Oh, shoot, that's interesting. To, well, they need to stop the run first. I, I think that's going to be um, probably whoever's getting after Hunley. You know, I, I think that the defensive end position uh, on both sides, uh, whether it's Hunter. I'm going to go with Hunter, Daniil Hunter, as the X factor in this game. I think they're going to do whatever they can to stop Everson Griffin, and, uh, and, and, and Hunter will be one-on-one on, on, on his left side, on, on Hunley's right side, and, and I think the Vikings will have the lead. And, uh, and and he'll get a few sacks in this ball game. Maybe maybe uh, maybe a sack fumble for for one of those safeties. I love that you mentioned Hunter because I did some research yesterday for an article and I came across something interesting. So the Vikings sacked uh, Brett Hundley four times in the first time that they met, and for whatever reason, they had Daniel Hunter lining up as their right defensive end on three of those sacks and they had Everson Griffin flipped and occasionally they'll do that. They'll, they'll flip sides to give him a different look or maybe they'll, they'll spell Griffin. 
uh, for just a few plays and have Hunter go in. But for some reason, they seem to like that matchup of Hunter against their left tackle. So that's something to watch for. I like that you said Hunter. That jogged my memory. That's something to watch for in this game for sure. So, And they got to contain Hunley, obviously. Keep him in the pocket. Keep their rush lanes disciplined. I know that's a big area of emphasis for the Vikings defensive line coaches. Don't get out of your lane, especially against mobile quarterbacks. So that's going to be fun to watch on Saturday night, Christmas Eve on Sunday, Christmas on Monday. A happy holiday season and a Merry Christmas to everybody on behalf of us here at Locked on Vikings. Hey, Locked on Minnesota listeners. This is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked on Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? Just search for Locked On Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Locked On Wild to your device every day.